Hey friends, welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm excited to bring you a fabulous author, Jody Burnt. She wrote the book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Children. Discover how to pray God's purpose for their lives. And I got the 20th anniversary edition. It is going to be a well-loved, well-worn book in my collection because it's one of those books that you just keep going back to over and over. Jodi is incredible. She's written nine books, including the best-selling Praying the Scriptures series for children, teens, and adult children. She's a speaker and Bible teacher. She's been featured on programs like Focus on the Family, The 700 Club. She um, has a host of popular podcasts. She's written articles for Fox News, Club 31 Women, Proverbs 31 Ministries. Need I go on? She's an incredible woman. She's doing so many good things for God's kingdom. She and her husband, Robbie, have four adult children. They live in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And you can find Jody's blogs, videos, and printable prayer resources at jodyburnt.com. That's J-O-D-I-E-B-E-R-N-D-T dot com. And you can follow her on Instagram too at Jody underscore burnt. And that will all be linked in the show notes. Don't worry about the spelling on that because it is a very particular spelling for her last name. Um, I cannot wait for you to hear from Jody. She's so inspiring, just an incredible woman of faith. And in this conversation, we're talking about how you can pray for your children using the scriptures. And in this book, she actually has prayers you can use. I'm going to give you an example. These are straight from scripture. So this one is from 1 Peter 4, 10 to 11. Let blank use their gifts to serve others as a faithful steward of your grace in its various forms so that in all things you will be praised and receive glory. So the blank means you put your child's name in there and you can actually use that prayer. So she has countless examples like this in her book. Let's get into this incredible interview, friends. You're going to be so inspired. Enjoy. Hey, Jody, Welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you today. Hey, Stephanie. Thank you so much. It's a delight to chat. Yeah, it so is. And everybody, you already heard my fancy intro for Jody, so I don't have to repeat <laughs> it, but I just have to say you've written multiple books. I mean, that's just incredible. And we're focusing on one of them, which is a series about praying the scriptures. And specifically, we're going to talk about praying the scriptures for your children, this 20th anniversary edition book. So cool. And we were chatting about how it was fun for you to go back and kind of review it and um, revise it and like update it for the 20th anniversary edition. So I'm so excited to chat with you about this. And I know the moms listening are excited because as moms, we know that we should pray for our children, right? We don't always do it because we, you know, we get busy and we, it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So I feel like your book is just one of those resources that you can keep on your bookshelf and pull it out. And you have some prayers in there that are just easy grab and go prayers. Right. Um, Anyone can do it in just like 30 seconds. Um, So (laughs) yeah, let's get started with maybe a quick intro about you and then really dive into why you wanted to write this book and this whole series about praying the scriptures. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, I love that intro and I really love what you just said about busy moms and knowing that we should be praying for our kids and wanting to pray for our kids because certainly every mom is painfully aware, I think, of her own shortcomings, need for help. You know, we we know that even even the most put together moms out there have times when they are 
finding themselves kind of at their own end and wondering, what do I do? How do I love my child well? How do I teach yes. them, train them, discipline them, help, you know, any of that. Mm-hmm. And so I really, um, I wanted to write this book for a couple of reasons. One, I was looking for books about prayer when I had young children and we had four children in six years. My husband and I have now been married 36 years, but back in the day, you know, before I wrote this book and we had, we had all these little ones running around and I did grow up in a home where we believed in prayer. Um, My parents had raised me in, in the church. And so I knew God loved me and I knew he loved my kids, but I was kind of feeling like, like you said earlier, you know, I didn't have so much time with all these little ones. It seemed like I would get up extra early to spend time with God and pray. And that would be the day someone woke up with the throw ups or the ear infection. It just felt like my best efforts were getting thwarted. Um, And I'll tell you, an older, wiser woman said to me, Jody, don't, don't worry if it doesn't look like, you know, the 30 minutes alone with your Bible and your journal and your quiet house, you can pray while you are folding the laundry, you know, pray that God would clothe your kids with compassion and kindness, you know, and and the Bible talks about being clothed with those things and patience and all of that. Or, you know, you're making their lunch and you're chopping up the fruit. Okay, Lord, fill them with the fruit of your Holy Spirit, with love and joy and peace and and self-control and all of those things. And that really freed me up to kind of think outside the box that it didn't have to be sort of the the traditional, I'm on my knees and it's quiet and I've got my prayer journal open, that it could really be part and parcel of my life, um, breathing almost, um, talking to God while I'm out on a walk with the stroller, with the children in the car. But I went to the bookstore. I remember going to the, the Christian bookstore and thinking, okay, I need, a, I need a book to help me. And most of the books, all the books that that particular store carried at the time were sort of deep and um, and and almost tricky to me as I thought, I just want the cookies on the bottom shelf. I don't have a ton of time. I want someone to come alongside me like my friend who can hold my hand and teach me, you know, how to, how to come before the Lord with my needs and concerns. And that sort of whet my appetite to just dig in to see what God said about our parenting, our children, our lives, and how we could turn those things into prayers and make it, as you said, very doable. And you've seen the book, you know, that each chapter ends with a collection of scripture-based prayers that you can just put your child's name right in there um, and and do that prayer, you know? So so that was kind of my goal in writing it is to do something that would make prayer doable for busy moms because, boy, I was right there. I am still right there. Even though my kids are grown, I feel like it doesn't get a whole lot easier. The, The issues and the problems may change, but you never stop being a parent. Yeah, that's so well said, Jody. I love everything you said about just needing a guidebook, you know, needing, obviously the Bible's our ultimate guidebook, but then something to break it down. Like, how do I pray for my kids? How do I use scripture to pray over them? And how do I fit it into my already full life? Because I know this is important and I know God should come first and he does in my heart, but in action, like, how do I do that when I have, because my kids are four and a half, two and a half and three months. And so when they're that little and they need you so much and you're not getting sleep at night, no, you can't get up before them necessarily because you need all the sleep you can get. And so you think, well, what does this look like for me? And I think a lot of the listeners are there. I know I'm totally there. And so, you know, how can moms get started? Like, how how do you even get started Oh, there's my baby. She's like, no, hey, I'm making that. an appearance. It's real life. It's real life. It really she is. is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's my 
<laughs> it's wonderful. attached to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, and she does everything with me. So right. I'm right. not usually alone. Yeah. You know, Which she's only three months. So, me. I mean, as you think big picture of modeling a life for your kids, for your young children to see you depending on the Lord, asking him for help. I mean, if you were to interview my adult children today, they might just laugh and say, oh yeah, you know, we would be like going to the mall and my mom doesn't like shopping. So she would just ask God to help us find the pair of jeans. And I really would. It's <laughs> like such a silly thing, but so sweet. But he said that, I mean, somebody asked one of my adult children not long ago, and she said, you know, it felt like a lot when we were little because we were kind of praying about all sorts of things. She said, but it really took the mystery out of it for me and taught me that I could talk to God at any time about any need. Um, you know, it didn't have to be in a church. It didn't have to be about something really important. You know, we look around and we see, gosh, there's people that have cancer and there's world hunger and, you know, it, terrorist attacks and pandemics. How can we pray about our own little thing like toilet training a three-year-old? And yet God cares about all of those things. And I'll tell you, um, you know, just as you said, how do you even get started? Before I wrote the book, I did a survey um, of other parents. I wanted to know what they wanted God to do for their families, their children. And this was before uh, email and survey monkey and all of the Facebook kind of stuff. So I did it the old fashioned way where I printed up my survey on pieces of paper and I, you know, would hand them to you. If I saw you in the grocery store or in the carpool line, I put them in our Christmas cards and asked people to return them. And I got more than a hundred of these pieces of paper back. And you can imagine the sort of things that parents wanted for their kids. And I bet your listeners can resonate. You know, people, yes, in terms of their faith, they wanted their children to be saved. They wanted them to love God's word, all that. But they also had concerns for their kids' character, that they would be wise, that they would be kind and compassionate, that they would have self-control, those things. And then I think every parent also wants their children to be safe, you know, physically safe, uh, uh, healthy, those kind of things. Um, emotional, mental well-being is a, certainly an issue that's gotten more attention even in the last 20 years than it did when I was first writing the book. Um, and then too, just for their relationships, friendships, relationships with teachers, relationship with you, and and for their future. I laughed. A lot of the um, surveys came back, and these were mostly parents of younger children, but some of them said, hey, you know, I'm praying for my child's eventual marriage partner or for their purpose in life, you know, what they'll grow up to be and do. And I thought, wow, all of these needs are so real and so felt. They were all things that I certainly wanted for my kids. So I began kind of poking around in the Bible just to see, okay, does the Bible even talk about this stuff? I love the idea of praying the scriptures as, you know, just taking a principle or a promise that you actually read in the Bible and then wrapping your prayer right into that. Um, like just say you need, you need um, wisdom, for example, maybe you want to say out of, um, let me see if I can find one here for you. Make known to me the path of life. That's um, Psalm 16, verse 11. And it says, fill me with joy in your presence. So whether your need there is for wisdom or for joy, or maybe um, Psalm 32, verse 8 says, God says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Well, that's what the verse says, but you can turn it into a prayer and say, okay, instruct my daughter, teach her in the way she should go, counsel her with your loving eye on her. So that's what I mean when I say praying the scriptures. It's just taking a word that God first spoke and then speaking it back to him in prayer form. 
because that's one way we can know that our prayers are lining up with his will. And it's also a way, honestly, of making our prayer life, I feel like, more exciting and energized than it might be otherwise. I mean, I spent years praying, you know, Lord, help them on their spelling test or help them feel better when they don't feel well. And those are perfectly good prayers. But I'll tell you, when I began reading the Bible and using it as kind of a launching pad for my prayers, I would find things in there and think, yes, yes, that's exactly what I want. And I mean, I've said this before, but our kids would not speak that nice to each other. When they would get in the car, we'd have to go somewhere and everybody wanted the same seat or somebody's foot was in somebody's face or somebody stepped on somebody's lunch or whatever it was. And so it wasn't always the most uh, cheerful, edifying conversations in the carpools. And I remember reading my Bible and coming upon Ephesians 4, verse 29. And that says, let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it would benefit those who listen. And honestly, Stephanie, I read that and I thought, okay, that's what I want right there. I want my kids, when they speak to each other, to have encouraging words, words that will build each other up, no unwholesome talk, no ugly talk, as we always said in the South, but only that which is going to benefit and bless others. And so I began praying Ephesians 4.29 over my kids as we drive around in the car and honestly praying it over myself too, that my words would be edifying and gracious and kind and uplifting and life-giving and all of that stuff. Because honestly, I wasn't much better sometimes when we were riding around together. So um, that's what I mean. It just sort of praying the scriptures gives your prayer life more power, more energy. Um, For me, it kept me more engaged. It made the Bible reading that I was doing come alive because I was looking like for treasure in there that I could actually use for my family. Um, So all of it, all of it was so good. It really deepened my connection to Christ. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly that using the Bible, I mean, if you're used to praying every day, sometimes it gets stale. Like, let's just be honest and say it can get boring. It can feel like, is anything happening? But using the Bible really livens it up. It really does bring, I mean, it's spirit and life. I mean, it it gives our life meaning. It infuses, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit within us. And so when that happens, I mean, it makes life so much more exciting. So I feel like you're so right that praying just a general prayer of, oh, please help this child feel better when they're sick or whatever is great. But praying the words that God actually inspired, like they're his words for us in the Bible. I mean, that's so much more powerful. And like you said, exciting too. You feel If you've been Christian your whole life and have read the Bible a lot, you can feel like, oh, I've already read that before. But that's not true because there's something new for you each day. Each time you read it um, in different seasons, I'm sure like when, you know, when my kids are older, I bet some of the prayers that I pray over them using scripture will take on a new meaning because, you know, the the issues change, right? Like, so right now it's, it may be potty training and you know, a little bit of sass and sleep issues. Right. <laughs> and in right. Ten, 10 years, those issues will change, but the Bible verses are always powerful. I think that's what I want to say is that I'm, I'm super passionate about. So I'm so excited we're talking about this because I'm super passionate about using the Bible in your daily life, like using it as, you know, the guidebook for your life and using it in normal everyday mom life. You don't have to be a biblical scholar. You don't have to, you know, be Christian your whole life. You could be a new Christian. You could be exploring, 
you know, the Bible is so powerful. And so I'm curious so to relevant. hear. You just mentioned sleep issues. Yes, it's relevant. I mean, what, what mom hasn't dealt with that at some point? Her right. Own sleep <laughs> and honestly, we all know, well, I say we all know, but one of these verses that you see a lot on baby books or other things is Psalm 127 verse three, where it says that children are a gift from God. And so you see that around. I love but that. What people often miss is in Psalm 127, I think it's verse two, but it might be verse four. It's right around that verse three. It says, the Lord grants sleep to those he loves. And I'll tell you, yes. I, I read that as a young mom and I said, okay, God, I know this, this Psalm 127 tells me that my children are a gift from you. And I receive that and believe it. But boy, oh boy, right here, you're telling me that God grants sleep to those he loves. I know you love us. Please help us sleep. And it was hundred percent way to pray the scriptures for a very practical need of sleep. So, I mean, That's the Bible good. is very practical. <laughs> yeah, that's so right, Jody. I love it. And that leads so well for my into my next question. I'm so curious what your favorite verse to pray over your children is because there's so many in this book and so many to choose from. And I don't know what I would say. I'd have to think about that if you asked me yeah. that question. Yeah. But you know, I, do you I, have I, a verse that comes to mind? I, I don't know that I have a favorite because, again, as the needs change, the favorite verse changes. But the one that I've probably prayed the most, and I, I use this kind of from when they're toddlers to teenagers and beyond, has been Philippians 2, verse 13. And that's where Paul writes, he says, it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. And that I think is the NIV translation. The NI, the New Living says that he gives works in us, giving us the desire the power and the desire to do what pleases him. And I think, okay, that's what I want for my children. I want him to work in them and to work in me so that not only do we think about wanting to do the right things, but we also have the energy and the power to carry them out so that they would line up with what his good purposes are in our lives. You know, we might not even know what is best for us, but if we give him permission to go to work in our thoughts and in our actions and ask him to do the same for our kids, we can be confident that he will hear that and answer that and help us line up with the truly good purposes. So I love that. Philippians 2.13. Yeah, I love that Bible verse, Jody. And I would say that if we can live out God's will in our lives and, you know, pray that over children and they live out God's will, that's going to make for such a fulfilling life for them and for our family when we're following God's will, because his will is different for every person. And it's always to love him and obey him. But then the details always look different for everybody. Sure. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's lovely. I really like that Bible verse. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and I um, you bring that up about it looks different for different people because a Bible yes. verse or a prayer that speaks to me for my children might not be the same one that you need right then. But isn't that the beauty of, you said it earlier, you know, spirit and truth, the Holy Spirit and God's working together. He does provide for what we need as we're, we have to be looking. That's, you know, um, I would just encourage moms. I know we're busy. I know we're so busy, especially with little ones. Um, but even if all you can carve out is five minutes to just pick up your Bible and read, and it might be, I always say better to read three verses than three chapters if they're something you can chew on, meditate on, 
you know, get into your heart and get into your mind. And God will use that to transform how you think and act and really impact your day. So I would just encourage folks, if, if you do nothing else, just, you know, start with two minutes if you can't even have five minutes and say, I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to, you know, we were talking about Philippians. That's a great place to start. It is. A short little book and people could start with chapter one. It's only four chapters long and just, you know, take the whole thing over a month if you have to, but to get the wisdom there and, and take some time to reflect on it if you want it to have the power to work in your life. Yes, I agree. And I actually did a whole Bible study series with a friend on this podcast about Philippians. So you all can look oh, back wonderful. for that. And I'll try to remember to link it in the show notes because it's such a great jam-packed book of the Bible. It's so applicable for everybody's daily life and all of the Bible is, but some books are more obvious than others. And I feel like Philippians is super applicable for us moms. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing that, Jody, And thank you for encouraging the moms today and just letting us know a little bit more about your book. I'm super excited. I know People are going to want to get this book and have it be just a reference, like a guide in their motherhood throughout all the different seasons. And like you were saying, you really, you wrote out the Bible verses with blanks. It's literally fill in the blank. It is so simple. It could take as little as 30 seconds, maybe even 10 seconds. I don't know. I'll have to time it. it. I mean, like I said, (laughs) it's all about being doable. And I'll tell you, I have met so many moms who, like you said at the beginning, aren't sure where to start and also want to teach their children how to pray, how to depend on the Lord. Mm. And that's why when we updated the book um, for the 20th anniversary, there's a whole new bonus section in there designed for kids with little, you know, child-friendly pages so that the verses in there that they can read and pray are, are short, little segments of verses, not even the whole verse sometimes for 20 different needs that kids might have, like when they need to know what to do, or they're feeling afraid, or they need good friends. All of those things were some of our top 20 just for kids. So folks will find that in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, this is so lovely. Thank you, Jody. I'm so excited for people to get to know you more and get your book and all the links will be in the show notes to connect with you. And thank you so, so much for being here today. Thank you. I would love for folks to connect. Find me on Instagram, send me a message. I pray for people. Um, so would love that. Thank you. Thanks, Jody.